At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote what does every grocery store aisle now have in common Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go paper-tarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. This is Rush Hour with Danny Burke on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Welcome to it, ladies and gentlemen. The show is Rush Hour. I'm Danny Burke, your host. And as always, we are live out of the Bet River Sportsbook here in the Chicagoland area. An exciting show to look forward to. The next hour, we've got a whole handful of guests to give us some good betting info. How about Ryan Rostein? He'll be kicking it off in about 15 minutes. Diehard Eagles fan and Sixers fan. So naturally, he's the host of the Philadelphia City Cats, if you did not know. So we'll talk about the upcoming Eagles game. Very interesting one with the Saints coming to town, but the Eagles are the favorite. And the Sixers do have a game tonight as well. No Embiid, still missing Danny Green and Tybull, but we'll see if he believes the Sixers can cover that uh, double-digit spread tonight. That game is a little bit intriguing as well from a player props perspective. So we'll talk about all of that with Ryan. Further along in a half hour, Kenny White. Like we've been saying, Kenny has been killing college football this season, handicapping-wise. So we're excited to see which games he's liking for the upcoming slate. A couple of them I'm actually going to be on the same side with him. So I'm excited to see why he thinks that those are the right plays. And look, I know he's got plenty of thoughts on it. So in a half hour, we're talking college football with Kenny. Later in the show, 45 minutes from now, our long-lost friend Tom Byrne, host of Sirius XM NBA Radio, Mad Dog Radio. He'll be talking about the kind of slim NBA slate tonight, but there are some marquee matchups, or rather, I guess there's one. There's the Warriors and the Nets. That's going to be tipping off in about 90 minutes or so, and Tom will help us dive into that and the other two remaining games in tonight's NBA slate. 
But it is Tuesday. You know the drill, folks. Let's kick it off with Teaser Tuesday, where we look over the top teaser opportunities for the upcoming NFL slate, which is NFL Week 11, people. And like we always try to do at the beginning of this segment, we like to explain, if you don't know, what a teaser is and what the viable options historically are for teasers. So what a teaser basically does is allow you to adjust the line by six, six and a half, or seven points in your favor. Now, you do have to pay a little bit more depending on how big you tease it, whether it's six, six and a half, or seven. And historically, the most successful spots for teasing a team is if they're a home favorite of just over seven, meaning if they're laying seven and a half, eight, or eight and a half points, you tease them down through the key numbers of seven and three. And that's the important factor. You want to cross those key numbers of seven and three. And the other side is teasing up short home or road underdogs of about plus one and a half, plus two, or plus two and a half. So you tease them up by six, and it gets you through the key numbers of three and seven, like we already alluded to. So with that being said, let's get into some of the top teaser spots for this week, and let's begin with the aforementioned Eagles and Saints game here. I mean, this line open pick them, but it's moved to Philly early on. Minus one and a half is what the Eagles are currently laying in. Look, you know, the Saints were a team we teased last week, and we paired it with the Browns, which naturally, you know, the Browns kind of crapped themselves. But the Saints kept it close, so this could maybe be another solid teaser opportunity for New Orleans. So if you get them from plus 1.5, then you would tease them to plus 7.5 for New Orleans. And what I like to do is kind of just look back this season and adjust it in the sense of if the Saints were catching plus 7.5, which if we tease them up to it, that's what they would be catching. And if they were doing that in every single game, they would have covered that in 8 out of 9 games this season. The only time they would not have covered 7.5 points was Week 2 at Carolina where they dropped that one 26-7. Overall, New Orleans has a losing margin of just 7.3 on the road, a little bit worse, so 10.5. And it's tough to trust the Saints. I get it. You still want to see the availability of Alvin Kamara in this game. And, hey, maybe Philly gets some momentum based on that win that happened in the Mile High City. I want to look toward the Saints, but something's kind of scaring me a little bit because, look, also what you got to figure into this is that when the Eagles have won, seldom has it happened, but uh, when they've laid seven and a half, they'd be three and seven against the spread. The three games that they won, of course, 32 to six at Atlanta, 44 to six at Detroit, and then against Denver, 30 to 13. They got a winning margin of 21 at this point. So when they win, they win impressively. So if you kind of think the Eagles are going to win this game, maybe that scares you a little bit. I understand every game is unique and different, but something to consider there. But the play would be teasing up the Saints a plus seven and a half. Probably not going to make the top of my list, but a strong consideration into teasing the Saints up from plus one and a half up to plus seven and a half on the road against Philly. Let's move along, though. Let's go with an NFC North matchup that a lot of people have in their teaser this week. The Vikings and the Packers. Minnesota finally getting a much needed win. Green Bay with Aaron Rodgers back in the mix handled business when they were hosting the Seahawks this past week. This line is at two and a half in favor of Green Bay on the road here. Now, remember, the Packers still banged up defensively, but despite that, they found a way to play some solid defense. They will be missing Aaron Jones, but Dylan has been a sufficient back in the meantime. But look at this Vikings team. I mean, it's incredible. They have, if you've teased them up, they've covered every single time, right? We talked about this last week because if they were catching eight and a half, which if you tease them for plus two and a half up to plus eight and a half and you apply that to every single game, they would be 9-0 against the spread. Every game comes down to the wire, or they win for Minnesota. It is uncanny. They have an average losing margin of 3.6, and at home, 
five and a half. So Minnesota, a great teaser option per usual, especially against a familiar foe in the Green Bay Packers. Now, on the other side, naturally, in order to lose this teaser, Green Bay would have to cover eight and a half. How many times have they done that this season? Five times, actually. They're five and five ATS if they were laying eight in the hook for every single game. Uh, the only game that they did cover it on the road, however, was against the Bears. 24 to 14, the Packers got the job done. They have an average winning margin of about 9.6, but on the road, you know, just four and a half. And it is going to be a road game against a familiar opponent and one that keeps things close. Regardless of what the result is, Minnesota loves to keep it close. So teasing up the Vikings from plus two and a half to plus eight and a half is going to be one of my top teaser selections for the upcoming weekend. But let's keep searching for some other opportunities. Let's take it out to the West Coast Raiders and Bengals. This line kind of been tricky. Uh, going anywhere from plus one and a half, now kind of down to a half. But if it's in that plus one and a half range, naturally you could tease up Las Vegas to plus seven and a half. A lot of people were looking to tease up the Raiders against the Chiefs. And that was a big uh, unfortunate loss considering the Chiefs finally played like the team we all thought they would coming into this season. But the Raiders, if they were catching seven in the hook in every single game, they would be six and three ATS. The games they did not cover consisted of on the road against the Chargers. They dropped that one, 28 to 14. Versus Chicago, they lost 20 to nine. And of course, on Sunday, they fell to Kansas City, 41 to 14. They actually have an average losing margin of 14.8 and at home, 19. Raiders in a tough spot right now. I think this one is a complete stay away as well because. What are you going to get from Cincinnati off their bye week? What are you going to get from the Raiders after that terrible loss? And people were thinking, you know, there's a lot of distractions with Las Vegas. They've dealt with the adversity. Maybe they would bounce back against this lackluster Kansas City team. That wasn't the case. Maybe the Raiders really are just stuck in a terrible spot for the remainder of the season, and they don't really regroup. And how can you blame them? I mean, the things they've dealt with have been just seemingly impossible to endure throughout the season. But nevertheless, the Raiders have done it. We'll see if they can do it again. I'm just not willing to put my money on it. But Cincinnati also, you know, they do have an average winning margin of 13.4 and over 20 points on the road, believe it or not, is their average winning margin. And Cincinnati's kind of a team, it seems like, once they get hold of that lead, you know, they keep pushing down and pushing down. It could become a point where the Raiders are just like, all right, what are we doing now? So, you know, I don't really like that one necessarily. Probably not going to make the top of the list, but would still be historically a successful spot teasing up the home underdog Las Vegas to over the key number of seven. Okay, now let's talk about the big one, the Chiefs and the Cowboys. Everybody's going to want some skin in this game, especially considering Dallas is catching points here, which means a premier tease spot potentially for Dallas from plus two and a half up to plus eight and a half on the road against Kansas City. Now, if we tease the Cowboys up to plus eight and a half, they would have covered that in every single game this season except for one, and that was when they lost at Denver, which was a strange game, but they dropped that 30-16. to 16. On average, the Cowboys have the average losing margin of eight. You know, they lost on the road in week one to Tampa Bay by two. Uh, in order for Kansas City to cover this teaser, they would obviously have to cover eight and a half, which would screw your teaser, but the Chiefs have done that just three times this season. At Philly, they won 42-30. to 30. At Washington, 31-13. to 13. And at Las Vegas on Sunday, 41 to 14. They do have an average winning margin of 11.7, does Casey. But at home, just 4.3. Something to throw out there. I know that doesn't mean it's an automatic play. But it's hard not to look the way of getting over a touchdown with this Dallas offense that can be so dominant, especially against this Kansas City defense that, yes, only allowed the Raiders 14 points. But the Cowboys are in a lot better spot than the Raiders. 
So teasing up the Chiefs will be very, or excuse me, the Cowboys will be a very popular selection. I understand that, but hard to ignore that, and that would have to be a top selection as well. As with this next game, the Cardinals and the Seahawks. This one is tricky because we're waiting upon the news of Kyler Murray, if he's going to be playing or not. We'll probably find that out tomorrow. So if you think he's not going to, or if you just want to kind of take a risk here before the number moves, crossing the key numbers at 3-7, and seven, that's what I would look to do with Seattle, from plus 2.5 to plus 8.5. Now, the Seahawks haven't been impressive. We know it. They looked awful last week in Russell Wilson's return, but this game means a lot more to Seattle at this point than it does Arizona, with the Cardinals having the bye in the in in their future, really. I mean, do they have to risk putting Kyler Murray in this game, especially because, you know, what happened with the 49ers and Rams? I don't know. A lot of things to factor into it. But at home, the Seahawks do have an average losing margin of just five this year and overall this season of eight, okay? The games that they haven't covered this plus eight and a half is when they lost at Minnesota 30-17, to 26-17 versus the Rams, and then 17-0 this past week at Green Bay. Russell Wilson working out the Kings. you got to imagine he gets kind of reacclimated here. And Chris Carson may be back. We'll figure that out tomorrow as well. You look at Arizona, they have been a dominant team. They have an average winning margin of 15.6. I get it. I understand it. But also a cool feature at Beeson, look at the bet tracker, considering the percentage of bets and handles. 63% of the bets are on the Cardinals, but 75% of the handle is on the Seahawks. Maybe that's telling me something about whether or not Kyler Murray's going to play. But I'm looking to tease up the Seahawks, tease up the Vikings, and tease up the Cowboys. Those are my three favorite teasers. We'll kind of recap which ones we're doing at the end of the show. Best bets still to come. Ryan Rostin going to be dishing out some of those next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all 
I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you gotta think Love he's it. gonna guard. He don't care about guarding. He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, he's gonna guard. And then on I'm top not of that, like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Rush Hour on VSN, the sports betting network. you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, BetRivers has you covered. BetRivers has launched a series of CityCasts designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. You've got the Chicago, Denver, Detroit, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, Los Angeles, and of course, the New York CityCasts. So subscribe to your local CityCast wherever you get your podcast and get hooked up with five episodes a week. Great local sports betting content. Welcome back to Rush Hour right here on VEASAN. Danny Burke, your host at Danny Burke Vibe, you can catch me on Twitter. And talking about the CityCast, I, of course, host the Chicago one. But joining us now, who hosts the Philadelphia CityCast, it's Ryan Rothstein, folks, at Wise Rye, where you can follow him on Twitter. And, Ryan, I'm sure you are ecstatic. Your Eagles pulling out a huge win in the Mile High City this past weekend. Uh, what what were your emotions like? Were you like, this is classic, a game where I'm maybe giving up hope for the Eagles, they come through? Or were you like, no, I thought they could play well, and they did extremely well, and now I'm looking forward to how much they can improve going forward? Well, now I'm looking to how much they can let us down and disappoint us going forward. <laughs> so just to, just to correct your sentence a little bit there. Um, <laughs> I was shocked, Danny. I was shocked because – Here's the thing, like we 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 saw some steps in the right direction for this Philadelphia Eagles team, just as far as finding a damn identity. Like finally they find the running game and you say, all right, well, let, let's see if they can stick to it. They had success against bottom feeders, the Chargers dead last in the NFL and stopping the run. Uh, the Lions like 26 to 28 range. It's eluding me the exact number, but they're in the bottom 10. Now you're going up against a Broncos team that's number six in the entire NFL. And that defense is legit, even with Von Miller getting shipped out. So I was curious to see how the head coach, Nick Sirianni, was going to continue to play call, what was going to happen if that run game got slowed down a little bit. Uh, and just none of that ended up playing out that way. The, the play calling was brilliant. 20 run plays, 20 pass plays in the first half. Jalen Hurts looked really good, made some nice plays. And Devontae Smith looked all of uh, all of the Heisman Trophy winner that that he is. So uh, it's it's hard to criticize him, unfortunately, after that game, Danny. <laughs> yeah, it really is. And that was kind of one of those games where everything clicked and you saw the potential that this team had, especially on the offensive side of the ball. And, you know, naturally looking into that game, everyone's like, oh, are the Eagles going to compete with the Broncos? The Broncos just went on the road and beat the Cowboys. But that kind of just tells mm -hmm. you how, you know, you can't take recency bias too much into account. We see that week after week. And then that goes to show, you know, how do you look to handicap this week then, Ryan, with the Saints coming to town? Because, you know, the Saints, a team dealing with 
a handful of injuries have still found a way to be competitive and keep things close. And they still might be enduring injuries with Alvin Kamara and even more so for this game. But do you think this is a spot where we can believe the hype from the Eagles last week and we can ride that momentum train? Or does this spot kind of scare you a little bit? It scares me. It does scare me because I'm going to answer it sort of both ways here. So take it for what it's worth with this answer, everyone. Um, it, it does scare me, but I do think you can ride the momentum. Like, like for someone that's been watching this team every day, you know, listening to all the players talk, all the coaches talk, watching the games, obviously every single week, you, you, you can't help but say this is another type of letdown spot for this Eagles team. The Eagles haven't won a game yet at home. And that is, there's something to that. They've seemed to be playing, which Eagles teams in history have never been like this, but this year so far through four games, 0-4 at the link. Uh, the play calling seems to be a little bit tight. They seem to be riding on too much emotion at home. Uh, the Chargers game they had, they just couldn't get off the damn field on defense. So I, I want to say that there's something different with this team that finally now, 9-10 games into the season, week 10, uh, we're, we're able to find some answers. So I'm leaning early in the week towards the Eagles, but I'm also, I also have my guard up, if that makes sense. I'm not all in on taking the Eagles here in this spot just yet, but I would be an idiot to say there's absolutely no momentum after that Broncos game. I, I believe there is. Yeah, and that's kind of the way I'm looking. I mean, I, I could see that momentum playing enough of a factor, and also considering they haven't got a home win, this is going to mean a lot for this team. And if yes. you're a little bit unsure, and we were just talking about this, Ryan, I think it's a good teaser opportunity maybe for the Saints from plus one and a half up to plus seven and a half. But at the same time, the thing is when the Eagles win, they win in dominant fashion, right? I mean, it's not a close victory. They're going out there and stepping on the opponent's throats. So that could be a different outlet to look if you're a little bit unsure with the Eagles. But I kind of see where you're coming from there, leaning on that train of momentum for Philly. Now, aside from the spread, Ryan, what are we thinking of this total at 43 and a half? Shorter here, but we just saw the Eagles offense come alive last week. Uh, 43, it, it seems to be a little bit low. <laughs> like the offense is coming alive, but I'm still worried about the defense. And you, know, you can't look at outliers, right? Like that, the Denver Broncos game, you, you sort of scratch your head because this Eagles defense has been atrocious. That, that, that has been the one consistent, Danny. They have been really bad. Um, and they were better against Denver, but not, not great. Uh, the scoop and score from Darius Slay was the difference maker. A fourth and short. That, was, that changed the game. Uh, the Eagles were up. was 17-10. It was fourth and one for Denver. And uh, Davion, Ta Davion Taylor, Eagles linebacker, somehow punches the ball out for Melvin Gordon. Slice scoops and scores at 83 yards the other way. So I'm not sitting here saying that's luck, but I, I mean, come on. Like crazy things happen. That's how you win and lose games in the NFL. So I'm not taking anything away from them. But if that goes a little bit differently, we could be talking about a different outcome. I'm still really worried about this Eagles defense. It's It's been an issue, and I don't think it's just going to poof disappear because they had a nice uh they had a nice day at mile high right all right right i gotta ask you before we move on to the sixers tonight we always like to kind of update the win total and looking at the eagles their number is seven and a half record of four and six right now and it's shaded to the over seven and a half minus the buck 50 under seven and a half plus 120 
And truthfully, there is a big avenue for them to get over seven and a half wins. So I agree why the favorite is to the over. I mean, you're seeing the Giants, the Jets, Washington, and the Giants. You're seeing the Giants and Washington football team twice. You get Dallas in week 18 with Wright. Who knows if they're going to even be putting their starters out there. I think this is a very favorable remaining schedule for Philly. It is. It, it, it certainly is. I remember talking about it with you two or three weeks ago. Uh, and I want to say if this Eagles team at the time, I said if this Eagles team can get to four or five wins going into um, the, the game after the Saints game. Right. So four or five wins, if they get another win here against the Saints, they are set up really nicely. Uh, even let's say they lose against the Saints. I, I still think there is a strong chance now because they've solidified some of the question marks that I've had at least enough for them to finish seven and 10 uh, or, but that would fall short obviously, but I, I would like them to go eight and nine. All right. I, I think right now, given this schedule, you have a strong chance for them to go eight and nine. All right, Ryan, let's take some time to go to the hardwood. Your 76ers kind of, you know, struggling in the sense that they're dealing with their injuries right now. And tonight's not going to get any easier. Still missing your key guys. You know, Danny Green, Tybal, Joel Embiid. And you're going up against a big squad in Utah on the road. The Jazz are laying 10. This total's at 217. I, 10 seems a little bit too high, Ryan, considering the Jazz haven't been anything too impressive lately. Do you think your Sixers can hang in there? I do. <laughs> I, I, I certainly do. I think the 10 is a little bit high. I, correct me if I'm wrong here, but yeah, the Jazz, they are, they're entering this game, I think, losers of, of two in a row, If correct me if I'm wrong there, but they haven't been anything special uh, as of late, and I, I, I've liked this team uh, dealing with the adversity it's dealt with. You look at Tyrese Maxey, he has been unbelievable, averaging over 17 a game, almost four rebounds, almost five assists. Tobias Harris coming back against the Pacers, dropping 32. Andre Drummond has been <laughs> brilliant for the role that he's in for the 76ers team. When he fills in for Joel Embiid, he's getting 20-plus rebounds. He's an underrated passer. This 76ers team, Danny, I'm not going to rattle off every team uh, guy on the roster as much as I want to. Uh, they are deeper than they have been in the past. They have been de they're deeper than they've been in the past, and uh, they've gotten improvements from the guys that we've had on this roster for the past couple of years. So, and, and they're playing with a chip on their shoulder. And they they know the gray cloud that's lingering over them right now, and they're still getting asked about it. Um, so it's there's a lot to this story with the 76ers. I'll take ten with them all day right now. Yeah, and especially when it gets that high in any game in the NBA with how volatile it is, hard to lay that. And in this spot where the Jazz have not been too convincing, I'm with you. I'd have to lean toward your 76ers. But, Ryan, fortunately, we're up against it, my man. Appreciate you taking some time to handicap some Philly sports. And, guys, be sure to check out the Philadelphia City Cast five episodes a week. Ryan is the number one fan club for Ben Simmons. Only talks good things about him, so be sure to check it out. Ryan, appreciate your time, my man. <laughs> Go Ben Simmons. Thanks, Danny. There he is. <laughs> Steve Atwise, right, on Twitter. No, great stuff all around. He beautifully predicted this game last week uh, with the Eagles. Great stuff with the crossover, too, with Holden Kushner. I mean, with Denver, it was awesome all around. So be sure to check it out. Give it a like, subscribe, whatever it is. Atwise, right. He always tweets it out for this uh, Philly City cast. Coming up next, how about Kenny White talking some college football? Kenny, as we've been saying, is crushing it this season. He's got a big group of plays he likes for the upcoming slate. We'll talk that next with Mr. Kenny White. Stick around.
This is Rush Hour on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. The VSN Black Friday offer is here, and right now, when you sign up for our $99 midseason football special, you will also receive $20 credit to the VSN store. Get all of our expert sports betting analysis, insights, and data for the rest of the football season, plus $20 to buy Beast and Sports betting gear, which includes hats, shirts, mugs, and other great stuff that you can throw on around the holidays. Hurry, though, because this is a limited time offer, so sign up now for the perfect sports betting holiday gift at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. That's V-S-I-N.com slash subscribe. Welcome back to Rush Hour right here on VEASAN, the sports betting network. Big thanks to Ryan Rothstein hopping on to talk a little bit of NFL and NBA we transition to talk some college football and helping us do that. Kenny White, who you can follow on Twitter at KYDVegas. Also get more info and access to all of his plays, KennyWhiteSports.com. Kenny, always love talking college football with you, so it's a pleasure having you on. I know you got a lot of games you like, so we'll kind of just rifle through it here. Let's start with Clemson and Wake Forest. This line seems to be kind of varying depending on the book, but it's slowly been settling for the most part now at about four and a half in favor of Clemson. This totals at 56. I'm sure a lot of people, myself included, are looking at this thinking, you know, how do you lay the points here with Clemson? Is that how you view it, or do we maybe see it as that buy low spot on Clemson? No, I, I can't lay the points here, Danny, on this one. Uh, Clemson's offense has just been miserable all year. has not improved. Uh, DJ Ugalele, their quarterback, 55% completions, 5.8 yards a pass, 8 TDs, 7 interceptions, and he was struggling against Connecticut's defense last week. Uh, the running game has not produced. Uh, on the other side, Wake Forest, they've been great offensively. They're averaging 44 a game. They put up a big number against North Carolina State's defense, who I think is one of the best in the country. Uh, Dave Clawson has his team playing extremely well right now. They do have a game-and-a-half lead over Clemson, two in the loss column, which is very big. And they play at Boston College next week, so back-to-back Road games for Wake. They need to win one of the two to clinch. Be nothing more happier for them to clinch this one, though, right here, because they've been beaten up 12 straight times by Clemson in 68 and 17 and 1. Clemson is against Wake. They've destroyed this program. So Wake also has revenge. Obviously, losing 12 in a row, you got to have revenge. They lost last year 37 13 at home. It's a far better Wake team. I am shocked this line has gone up. I thought it would continue to go down. Open five, went to three and a half. I thought I'd go to pick because I think Wake's the better team. Yeah, it's really hard to dispute that at this point. Like you mentioned, I mean, struggling against UConn last week is uh, is not ideal, and Wake Forest might have the team just to do it this season. So I'm with you. I think you take the points in that spot against Clemson. What are you thinking here for Pac-12 action, though? Oregon and Utah. Utah's lane three. This total's at 59. I'm sure a lot of people are looking at this. You see Oregon's ranked, and you're like, how are they catching three? But Utah, Kenny, has just been a different beast at home. Yeah, right. It's amazing when you look at the number four team in the country is a dog to the number 24 team. And it doesn't matter where you play, but that just shows the rankings are not correct. Um, I have Utah ranked higher than Oregon. I think they're the better football team. Uh, Kyle Whittingham is the best coach in the Pac-12. 37, uh, 32 and 17 ATS versus the conference, almost 67%. Uh, since Cameron Rising took over at quarterback, this has been a completely different football team. Uh, he's got 14 touchdown passes, just two interceptions 
His two losses this year, he's 6-2 and two as a starter, lost in triple overtime at San Diego State, and then lost an eight-point game at Oregon State on the road, has yet to lose at home. Oregon, we know how good they are. They are a great team. They're very, very good. But I think Utah is better, and I, I love laying the three here. There are three and a half at some, at, right now at some very sharp books, so if you can lay the three, lay it now. Yeah, and that's how I was looking at it, too. And, I mean, I think this is going to be a huge indicator of how good Oregon just is. And this seems like one of those classic spots where Oregon finds themselves getting to the college football playoff and, nope, you're going to drop it. And it seems like that's kind of what it's smelling like here. So I would lay the three with Utah as well. Glad we're on the same page there. I think we are for this next game, too, Kenny. I mean, Big Ten, Michigan State and Ohio State. I was leaning toward the Buckeyes last week. I thought finally Purdue would kind of let down, and they did. But this week, I mean, Michigan State, yeah, they faltered on the road against Purdue. But for them to catch 19 and a half with the solid established run game they have, I, I think they could keep this one at least within 19 in the hook. Do you think that tour is Ohio State catching some steam finally? Oh, I actually like Michigan State. And I had both teams last week. I had Ohio State and I bet Michigan State both laying points, both covered the spread. Michigan State bounced back off that loss. Uh, this game's going to be one in the trenches. Uh, and I think the trenches are pretty even. I guess this game's really going to be one in the right arm of C.J. Stroud, who's been having a great year, has three amazing wide receivers. Uh, they will get their points. They'll throw the football. But again, in the trenches, I really think the offensive line for Michigan State will make enough holes here for uh, Kenneth Walker III to run through and have a nice game on the ground. I think Peyton Thorne has done a nice job taking care of the football. Uh, in This has been his best month so far completing 70% of his passes, 9.4 yards a pass, six TDs, just two interceptions. So that's big for Michigan State. They'll take care of the ball. Uh, they're going to play defense. This is going to be a really good game. Michigan State, do they have a chance to win? Yeah, maybe 4 or 5% chance. One out of 20, they win this game. But Ohio State, uh, I think, will be in for, a, for a more of a competitive contest than they're thinking right now. All right, Kenny, let's move on to Cincy and SMU. Now, everybody's eyeballs are always going to be on the Bearcats now. If they're going to be flirting with getting in the college football playoff, especially if you and I and a lot of other people thinking that Oregon may fall this week. And they're laying just 11 against SMU. They didn't look great last week. They looked fine, but the style points certainly matter for them. So does that give you the incentive to lay the points because they need to put the pounding on, or are you just not fully in on the Bearcats? Well, they, they've got me the last two weeks. I thought they would come and, and put a big number on their opponents just to get those style points. But Luke Fickle's team is now 0-4 ATS their last four games. Uh, the number's been adjusted a little too high for them to get over that bar. And then the added pressure right now of knowing they have to win. If they don't, they have no shot at the college football playoff. It's just added pressure. Uh, Sonny Dyke's doing a nice job at SMU. Uh, come off. He's got two losses this year. Started out 7-0 and in the season. Lost by seven at Houston. Very good program. Will probably be playing Cincinnati for the championship in the conference. And lost at Memphis by just three. Another solid program. They beat up on UCF last week. Um, their quarterback, Taylor Monick, had 37 touchdown passes this year. This is one team that has enough offensive firepower to stay up with Cincinnati's defense here. So, it's going to be a really fun game to watch. I like SMU plus the points. All right, another fun game to watch, at least I'm hoping it's going to be, is West Virginia and Texas. Now, Kenny, it's, it's fascinating, of course, because of everything happening on the Longhorn side of things this whole season and then dropping it to Kansas. 
And I, I guess you would look at that as maybe a bounce-back spot for Texas, but I, I just think so many things are falling off the rail that I would only look toward the Mountaineers. Is that how you see it, or is it going to be that bounce-back spot for Texas? Yeah. Two teams that are four and six right now, and I love to look at teams with six losses because they're, they're, they know they can't lose again. They, they need to win their last two to get a bowl. So both desperate teams. Uh, Texas has to be completely embarrassed. Uh, this is the embarrassment factor here. They definitely have better athletes, but I'm not sure about them. I'm not sold on them. I just can't bet on a team that's lost five in a row. I think they should be the favorite in the game, but again, I don't trust them after losing to Kansas. It's really hard. It's just like a reality TV show for the Longhorns at this point. It's really absurd. So, you know, if you're trusting them, Godspeed. But I, I think, yeah, I lean toward West Virginia a little bit. Uh, Kenny, final game here, Oklahoma, Iowa State. Oklahoma obviously didn't get the job done when they needed to last week, and that's why you're probably getting the shorter spread on them against Iowa State. They're laying just four. This total at 59.5. Can Oklahoma kind of get back into the swing of things this week? I think they can. Uh, they, they, Baylor really outplayed them last week. The defensive line for Baylor won that game. Uh, they pressured Caleb Williams the entire day. Uh, Lincoln Riley's teams have won by an average of 24 points a game at home this year, just 1.7 on the road. They've struggled away for some reason. Uh, Matt Campbell's a tough guy to go against. You know, he does really well as an underdog, but such a small underdog here. And he's done well against the conference in his career, he was 29 and 17 the last five years in the conference ATS, but just three and four this year. It's three losses that he has, all one score games, very close games. It's a very good team. I love Brock Purdy, but I think Oklahoma is the better football team playing at home. I'm going to lay the price here. I think that they, they still feel, I'm sure Lincoln Riley has them buying into if we run it out and finish 12 and one we will be in the college football playoff. And that's an easy sell, I think, for his players. Yeah. No, that's a good point. And look, I, you know, Oklahoma burned me this past week, but I tend to want to lay the points with them. And you're right. I mean, so many weird things have happened. It's such a wonky sport in this season in particular that, hey, you know, he could still sell that with them. And they're a good enough group to do it. Kenny, appreciate the time as always. Best of luck this week. And I know you're going to keep killing it. Thanks for making some time. Danny, thanks for having me on the show. Best of luck to you too. You got it. At KYD Vegas on Twitter. And again, KennyWhiteSports.com for more of his info and access, some of his college football and NFL action. Coming up next, we're going back to the hardwood. Tom Burns, Series XM NBA Radio, handicapping tonight's slate. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. 
Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah I, yeah because you gotta think Love he's it. gonna guard he don't care about guarding he's gonna guard he's gonna exactly. guard like you see him in the exactly. olympics he's gonna guard and then on I'm top of that like that see that Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's he going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Rush Hour on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. Bet Rivers Sportsbook is the industry leader when it comes to online sports betting, and Bet Rivers has you covered for the NFL season. They're offering same game parlays in all their pro football matchups, and they've brought back their Reduce the Juice promotion on game days. Plus, this NFL season, if you didn't know, they've got their $1 million Beat the Spread Challenge with thousands of dollars given away each week. Pro football betting is more rewarding at BetRivers. Download the app or go to BetRivers.com to place your bets. Offers valid in Colorado, Iowa, Illinois, Indiana, Virginia, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. Available at PlaySugarHouse.com. New Jersey must be 21. Gambling problem. Illinois, New Jersey, Pennsylvania. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Colorado, 1-800-522-4700. Michigan, 1-800-270-7117. one 532 in Virginia. and Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Okay, final segment here on a Tuesday. Thank you for joining us. The show is Rush Hour. I, of course, am Danny Burke, your host, live out of the Bet River Sportsbook. And look, you know, we don't have too much to look forward to tonight, but it is a solid NBA slate to look forward to with a huge game, a lot of implications in terms of the betting lines on it. To help us handicap that, Tom Byrne is joining us now at One Tom Byrne on Twitter, host on Mad Dog Radio, Sirius XM NBA Radio. He's got you covered, NFL, NBA, all over the place, baby. But we're focusing on the hardwood tonight. And, Tom, speaking of that big game, Warriors-Nets, line open three and a half, has dipped to about three. You know the Nets are missing some pieces here. The Warriors are coming off a tough loss, might have been a look ahead. How do you think this one goes down out on the East Coast? I think the number is perfect. I have it at 2.8, so I don't see any value really for either side. So I'll be just an interested observer tonight. Look, Golden State's been phenomenal. They've surprised me. I've always been a huge Steph Curry fan, but the reality is I didn't see this. 
I mean, this team has played outstanding basketball. Now, the question is, can they sustain their success, Danny? Because if you look at their schedule, they really haven't played anybody all that good. Like, I don't know if I believe in spot games unless my numbers back it up. But if there is a spot game, you like it tonight for Brooklyn. You know, everybody's loving the Warriors. You know, the public's going to hit the Warriors. But Brooklyn quietly has been playing better ball. James Harden's getting in better shape. He looks better than he has all year. If I had to pick a side, I'd lean, you know, slightly with Brooklyn. But you got to love and respect what Golden State's doing. The question will be what to expect from Klay Thompson when he returns. Number one, he might not return until early January, isn't it? I don't know if it's fair to expect him to be great. I mean, he's missed over two full seasons. We'll have to wait and see. Now, if he's the old Clay Thompson, then Golden State's going to be in the mix for the championship. But if not, I still don't think they'll represent the West before all said and done. Yeah, and I think you make a good point. I mean, the Warriors have been out to such a hot start, and the Nets, the line's going against them down, down to two and a half, and they are dealing with some of those injuries. But you're right. I mean, it's just something that's telling you that probably most people are just looking at the records thinking, okay, the Warriors catching points, they've been the hotter team than that's, you know, they're still solid, but, you know, getting points with Steph Curry, hard to ignore. You're right. I think it's best to just observe this game, especially now that it's down to about two and a half. It will still be a blast to watch it nonetheless. So that game going to be tipping off in less than an hour. Let's look forward a little bit later in the night, 9.05 p.m. Central time, your 76ers on the road against the Jazz. And, Tom, you know, the 76ers dealing with a handful of injuries. We were talking about this game earlier. But 10 seems like a little bit too much. The Jazz have not been anything dominant these past couple of games, even over the past five games. You think your 76ers can keep it within 10? Uh, I do. I mean, I would make it about 8.5, so I do see a little value here. I don't know if it's playable. If it were to get to 11, that's when I might be interested but they're just so banged up, Danny. I mean, they have played so well despite the loss of Simmons and despite the loss of many others, including Tobias Harris and Danny Green, who's underrated. But now it's catching up to him, right? No Embiid for the extended period of time equals major trouble. Matisse Thibault has been out forever. Now Danny Green's hamstring is acting up again. It's just a disaster. I mean, at some point, they're going to get healthy and go on a run. I don't know when that point is. Now, Utah has been typical Utah. But at the same time, it's not like they're playing quite as well as they were last year in the regular season. So my numbers, again, make this about eight and a half. So I do see a little value in Philadelphia tonight. But I'd be careful because they're on the downtrend of late, having lost four in a row. The loss of personnel is catching up to them. And Tom, really quick before moving on to the next game, I got to stick on this matchup and look at a player prop. Rudy Gobert with the absence of Embiid. Do you think him over 13 and a half points could be a viable play or even when you do the combined points, rebounds, and assists of 27 and a half? I know you still got Andre Drummond down there, but could this be a game that Gobert makes a significant impact? I think you're probably thinking in the right direction, but here's the reality. Andrew Drummond, you know, he's been great, man. Andre deserves a lot of credit. You know, he was in a bad mood during his time in Detroit. I've done many a training camp tour for NBA radio. One of the stops I made was with Detroit this final year. And I'm telling you, he came in and, like, you know, you could just tell the dude was not happy. I mean, usually guys, you know, everybody's got hope for a year. They come in all jovial. He came in in a crabby mood. I just think he needed to get out of there. And it hasn't really worked out all that greatly for him since. But he's a different guy this year, man. Watch these games. He's as impactful as any center in the league, basically, some nights. I mean, geez. I mean, He's definitely a starter quality, so I don't think it'll be as easy as you think for Gobert, but Gobert's underrated. I mean, in terms of impacting a basketball game, 
my numbers have them, you know, just, let's see, I'm either just outside the top 10 or just inside. But anyway, you get the idea. He's in that range. People don't want to believe that because he's not the type of dude you give the ball to and say, all right, go give me two big fellas. He's not Embiid. He's not Jokic. But outside of those two, there's nobody better than Gobert. No doubt. All right, Tom, final game, because I know you got your show tonight soon. Uh, Spurs and Clippers, L.A. up to a seven-and-a-half point favorite. This total at 220. What you like here? Well, my numbers, unfortunately, say this is dead on. I have it at 785. So seven-and-a-half is not touchable for me. You know, I don't play too many totals because I'm much better at the spread. That's my bread and butter when it comes to the NBA. But, you know, I have it about 215. I would stay away. It's a boring night for me. First night in a while, I won't have action. I'm sure I will tomorrow, although it's going to be tricky to handicap right now because there's so many guys on the injury list. But that's typical for NBA. You can take advantage of that if you got the patience. But getting back to the point tonight, I took the over in the season win total for the Spurs. I am a little concerned about that. You know, the Clippers have been playing well, too. Can we give Paul George some love? Paul George is clearly a top 10 player in the world right now. What can't this man do? I've been so impressed with Paul George. I enjoy watching him play. I think they'll win this one. Seven and a half seems about right. It's another stay away for me, Daddy. Sometimes the best bet you can make is to, you know, not bet at all. Hey, regardless, we appreciate the insight. Look forward to more of it. Uh, not only tonight on your show, which you could get Mad Dog Radio, but with Tom Oppenheim and Beeson all the time. And, Tom, thank you for making some time and best luck with your show and some of your plays later on. Danny, anytime. You bet. Tom Burr, folks. You can catch him on Twitter at one Tom Burn Again, host of Mad Dog Radio and Sirius XM NBA Radio. And not only does he talk NBA, that's his top sport for sure, but he, he's doing really well in NFL too. He knows his stuff on the gridiron, so be sure to follow him on Twitter. We'll tweet out those links at one Tom Bird. All right, before we wrap up here on Rush Hour, I kind of wanted to revisit the Teaser Tuesday segment that we were talking about because we went through, you know, historically the most viable plays for teasers this week cross of the key numbers of seven and three short home and road underdogs home favorites of just over seven there are a few more that i wanted to discuss that could be considered exceptions potentially and i wanted to start with this colts and bills game now this one may end up being a viable teaser option in the sense of it going to seven and a half we've seen it at some spots go up to buffalo minus seven and a half but right now you're still seeing it at about seven at Bet Rivers, but it seems to be trending like you're going to get Buffalo maybe to 7.5. But regardless, I would still strongly consider teasing down Buffalo from minus 7 to minus 1. You know, the Bills just really are the top team in all aspects for a lot of reasons. Have they had the toughest schedule? No. But have the Colts had the toughest schedule? They haven't beat anybody too impressive against or aside from Sam Fran on the road in that very rainy game. But the Bills' defense, when you look at DVOA and all those metrics, I mean, they're number one overall, and they're really great against the run, which we know is how Indy thrives offensively with Jonathan Taylor, one of my favorite running backs. We were calling him out for rushing yards leader before he had that huge game. My point is the Bills at home, just to get the outright win, basically, I think that is a really solid teaser option as well and might be one I end up adding to the slate this week. Um, Ravens and Bears, you're not crossing seven with the Ravens. We were talking about this game a little bit yesterday, but, you know, the Bears, yeah, they might keep it close, but at the end of the day, are they going to be able to contain Lamar Jackson? Eh, probably not. You could tease down the Ravens to just winning outright. And then if you wanted to get a little bit even friskier, go with a seven-point teaser. Browns from minus nine and a half to minus two and a half, beating the lines by three. 
You know how the lines do. But that could be another outlook to do as well. But overall, the teaser that I'm doing with teased up the Vikings and the Seahawks and then the Cowboys and the Seahawks. I'll probably add the Bills later on as well. But those are some of my favorite teaser options for NFL Week 11. And, hey, we talked about it slightly um, with, with uh, Tom Byrne, but consider the Rudy Gobert prop too, over 13.5 points or over 27.5 points rebounds and assists at Bet Rivers too. No Joel Embiid could be a big game for him. I know that Andre Drummond's been solid, but not as good defensively. With rebounding, yes, defensively overall, eh, not too much. Enjoy whatever games you're watching tonight. Best of luck. We'll catch up again tomorrow, folks. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.